Hello, Vault Heads. This is the self-proclaimed, sarcastically named Captain Keyforge, also known as PJ Broughton of the Steel City Snufflegators. And welcome to the latest episode of Captain's Compod, where today we are going to talk about artifact control in the new set of Dark Tidings. We're not just going to look at new cards here, we're going to look at all cards that are capable of affecting an artifact in Dark Tidings in some way. Okay, so there are five cards in Dark Tidings that will destroy an artifact. That is it, just five. Okay, I'm going to talk about all five of them. I'm also going to say which I think is the worst, which I think is the best, um, etc. And yeah, that's what we're going to look at first, because I think destruction is more important than impacting an artifact because there are also another five cards that will impact the use of an artifact in dark tidings okay um now i I will talk about those and we'll see what they can do however i'll say this um exhausting a quicksil stone or a heart of the forest isn't a lot of use okay so we'll go on to destruction first and this is the first one groundbreaking discovery okay this is an action card that is part of a set of four and in terms of what it does for artifact control when the other three are in play and you play this every card on the field of play is destroyed every single card now as a set of four i think they're amazing i'd love them i want a deck with them in but in terms of this being your number one artifact control if this is the only artifact control you've got in your deck um I mean, it's reasonably reliable in the right deck with the right amount of archive and stuff like that, but essentially you've either got to play three other cards first or you've got to actually get the other cards in play, keep them in play without someone else destroying them and then put this card down. Okay, so I think it's the worst out of all five and I think it's the worst because it's it's the hardest to pull off. Uh, as I say, you've got to play three other cards first or have three other cards in play first before you can play this one to destroy an artifact. So, yeah, um, the set of cards I think are very, very good and I like them, I'm happy with them, I would love to see them, but um, if you're relying on this to take out one of those annoying artifacts that we have in this game and we know there are a few uh, and we seem to keep getting them with each set, this is probably the least useful in your deck. So that's going to bring me on to the next one. This is, uh, I think, is slightly better, but of the five, it's the fourth most useful. It is from House Untamed. Washed away, comes with an amber pip, and it reads, Play, if the tide is high, destroy each artifact, otherwise raise the tide. Okay, so first it's, it's conditional. If the tide isn't high, it's not working. Okay, so you've got to raise the tide. It's got to already be raised, or you've got to raise it and take the three chains for this to work and destroy your opponent's artifacts. Okay? Also as well, destroy each artifact. Destroys all yours as well. So I've got an action card. I've got to take three chains for it to work. It destroys all my opponent's artifacts. Wonderful. It also destroys all of mine. Not so great. Okay? Um, I mean things i like about it i like that it's an action card because instantly bang gone your artifacts are gone um i like that it comes with an amber pip i don't really like that the tide has to be high and i absolutely do not like the fact that it destroys yours as well 
Um, so that is is why for me this card is slightly better than the other one because the other one has to have a lot of cards in play. It's quite tricky to get all those cards in play potentially. Whereas this one, it's one card, put it down, use it, done. But yeah, I really don't like the destroying your own and the fact that I've got to raise the tide to get it to work. That will bring me on to the next one, which is my uh, third best destruction out of the five. It's a reprint. It's Gormavom. Um, so this is uh, an artifact. It's got no amber pips. It's an omni artifact, and you use it to destroy an artifact. Okay. So why do I think this is better than the other one? Uh, well, you haven't got to raise the tide to get it into play. A. B, yes, it only destroys one of your opponent's artifacts, I get that, but it also destroys none of your own. And I'd rather get rid of one of theirs and none of mine than get rid of all of theirs and, and all of mine. I mean, what if I've got five and they've got two? And I really want to get rid of one of theirs because it's a heart of the forest or a quicksil stone or a part of the groundbreaking discovery combo or red hand registry. Um, there are an awful lot of really good artifacts in this game. I don't particularly have to want to get rid of all of mine just to get rid of the one of yours that I really, really want to get rid of. Um, also as well, on the plus side, yes, this is an artifact and you can't use it the turn you play it, but you get this early, it's sat there waiting in play, ready to use. Soon as you see an artifact come down of theirs that you don't like, bang, Gormavom, it's gone. So it's kind of like in play in your archive, ready to go. So that's why I've gone for this at number three. We're then going to come on to the one which I think is the second best. It is in-house untamed. It's got no amber pip. It's a creature card uh, called Mollymork. It's a brand new one. It's a power five creature. And when you play it, uh, you destroy an artifact. Okay. So, um, yeah, I've gone for this over Gormavorm. Uh, because Gormavon is one card, it will earn you no amber. Its sole purpose and job is to destroy an artifact. I've got decks with no artifacts. If I've got a deck with no artifacts, Gorm, Gorm is a chain for you. It does nothing. It's a chain in your deck. It doesn't earn you any amber. Um, there's a chance I might even use it to destroy one of your artifacts if I've got the right cards. So, um, whereas this, a creature, yeah, admittedly... Um, Gormavorm could be in play ready to go when you need it whereas this you've got to have it in your hand um, whereas the other one could be ready but equally um, this is a play effect so once I've put it into play and I've, I have destroyed the artifact but then I've got a, um, a power 5 creature in play that can fight that can reap um, that could be potentially quite useful um, so yes, that is why this one is my number two, because we've got a creature after we've destroyed your artifact. And then we're going to come on to my number one, which is a new card. It is called Corrode. It is from the new house as well, Untaverable. It comes with an Amber Pip 2, and it's, it's not one of the ore cards, but it may as well be. So it says play, choose one. Destroy an artifact, or doesn't say or but it's implied destroy an upgrade or destroy a creature with armor okay so why have i gone for this over molly Morkin and over gormavon i do prefer the play 
destroying artifact to Gormavon because while it's in play it has a chance to be taken out while it's in play waiting to get my opponent's artifact off the board it can be taken out by a poltergeist or a remote access or something like that also as well it doesn't come with a pip Molly Mort could potentially reap or fight or do something else besides destroying artifact which Gormavon is never going to do this one has a pip so this one is going to get rid of an artifact and it is going to earn me an amber pip moreover if i'm playing against a deck with no artifacts oh destroy an upgrade or i can destroy a creature with armor it will do any one of three things it is a very good utility card that will get rid of the artifact if you need to get rid of the artifact but will also do something else if you need it to and it is the best destroy an artifact card in this set so now we're going to look at the cards capable of impacting artifacts. We're going to start with the, the worst one in my opinion. It's number 356. It's an unfathomable card called Frigorific Rod or Frigorific Rod. It does come with an Amber Pip. It is an artifact uh, and it reads action, exhaust, a creature or artifact. Okay, so bonus points for the fact that it messes with creatures as well as artifacts. Um, however, Again, if we're trying to pick on artifacts, and if you're wanting to use it for artifact control, this is the least useful of the five that impact artifacts, and quite frankly, the least useful artifact control in this set, unless you get a legacy. Um, how many artifacts are passive? And by passive, I mean they sit there and they work without being exhausted. Like Howling Pit, Heart of the Forest, Memory Chip, Quixelstone. How many artifacts work like that? This does absolutely nothing against any of them. Because they sit there and they work without needing to be actioned. This is only going to work against an artifact that must be used. Like Gormavon. Or Library of the Damned. Lash of Broken Dreams. Transporter Platform. It, it will work against quite a few. Um, but essentially it will stop your opponent using an artifact or a creature once. And that is all it's going to do um, for every time you use it. It is not great. It's better than nothing. It's not the worst card in the set by a long way. But it is the worst card in the set for dealing with artifacts. Then we're going to move on to um, my next worst. Uh, this is the fourth uh, out of the five. Yet again, it's unfathomable. But this time, it is a creature. And it is card number 327. It is Rust Miser. Okay. It's a power 5 creature, which reads Reap, Exhaust, and NEP Artifact. Okay. So, it does the same as Frigorific Rod, except it only does it to artifacts. But, it's a power 5 creature that you can reap with and fight with. And when you eat with it, you gain an amber. Um, there's a case to be made that the other one's slightly better on the grounds that the other one you get the amber the first time you play it. And if this dies before you claim the amber, you haven't got anything. But I'll tell you what you have got. If this dies before you eat with it or fight with it, you've made your opponent use a card that kills a creature instead. Um, plus... This could be worth two, three amber. It could be the creature you need to get rid of an Edai um, or a Rusnor or any number of creatures that are, are being quite difficult to deal with that are low in power. 
So, um, again, I do not dislike this card at all. I really don't. I wouldn't be disappointed to see it. But out of the artifacts, impact cards, it's the second worst. And again, it's not great. Uh, so then we're going to come on to an untamed card, which is card 379. Uh, again, it is a creature. Uh, and this one, I believe, is a reprint as well. And it is Blossom Drake. Okay, uh, it's power four and it reads uh, Blossom Drake gets plus one power for each artifact in play. Each artifact's text block uh, text box is considered blank except for traits. So this impacts artifacts because whatever it's in play, they pretty much become useless. Um, if your opponent Lou uses Lash of Broken Dreams, your key cost doesn't go up by nine. Uh, it'll go up to nine. If they use Library of the Damned, they can't archive a card because their text box is blank. Quixelstone no longer works. Heart of the Forest no longer works. None of them work while this is in play. Um, I think it's much better than the other two because, again, it's passive. I put it down. Right, all your artifacts are now dead until this leaves play. They're, they're not destroyed. They're still on the board. But until you deal with this creature, you're going to get nothing out of them. Um, it's it's all right. It's reasonable. Um it's the third best one. I mean, again, for me, I always prefer destroyed over things that mess with it because once this has gone off the board, so is its effect. Um, it's much better than the other two. It could be useful, but there are other cards that uh, I think are better, to be fair. So then we're going to go on to a card from Shadows. It is card number 232. It is an action card, and it is called Hornswoggle. Okay, it does come with an amber pip uh, and it reads play, use an enemy artifact as if it were yours. Um, reminds you of remote access, doesn't it? Which is exactly the same logos, amber pip, action, play, use an opponent's artifact as if it were yours. Um, so I get to use one of your artifacts not and exhaust it because by using it, I exhaust it as well. So the, the cards early on that exhausted them. This exhausts it. Uh, I th Blossom Drake takes them out temporarily. But using them, I could use this to actually use your Gormavom and destroy one of your artifacts off of the Gormavom's ability. I could use Library of Dam to archive a card. I could use Lashy Broken Dreams to take you off check. It's useful. Again, I personally, I'd prefer to have something that destroys... But out of every uh, artifact uh, control card that doesn't destroy, for me, there's only one which is better. The ability to use an opponent's artifact and exhaust it is pretty strong, and that's why this is second. And it only loses to another Shadows card, uh, which is a reprint. We've seen it before. It is card number 213. It is an action card. It is Borrow. It comes with an amber pip. And what does it do? Well, I'm sure most of you know, play, take control of an enemy artifact. While under your control, it belongs to House Shadows. So I steal permanently one of your artifacts for the entire duration of the rest of the game. That's easily the best one that doesn't destroy an artifact. Um, you know, again, if it's one of the passive ones that has a dual effect on both players that is really making life difficult, 
borrowing a heart of the forest or borrowing a quicksilver stone is not going to get rid of the problem. But borrowing a library of the damned, borrowing a lash of broken dreams, borrowing a transporter platform, um, borrowing a font of the eye, a proclamation 365. There are a lot of cards that it's great to steal. So I think actually it's pretty good, it's pretty strong. I'd still prefer to have a destroy as well as this, but I would never be disappointed with this in my deck. And it's probably one of the best Shadows cards in the set. So, good card. Um, so that is it. That is all of the artifact control cards that I could find in this set, whether new or whether reprinted. So, what do you think? Do you think I'm wrong? Do you think I'm right? Um, happy to be told that, that you disagree and you, you'd put things in different orders. Would love to hear the order you'd have things in if you would have them different than me. Equally, do you think I've missed something? Is there something that you would consider that I haven't? Again, happy to hear it. Uh, we have Twitter, we have Facebook, we have email, we have the comments. You can follow, you can subscribe. Um, also as well, I'd love to hear your ideas. Um, I do keep a list of ideas for future podcasts, but certainly anyone who's listening to my podcast or watching my videos, more than happy to hear your ideas. Um, and, and yeah, it may end up being, uh, being a future episode of Captain's Compod. So feel free to sling your ideas over as well. Um, I thank you very much for staying with me through another Captain's Compod. And as ever, may the forge be with you.